0: Hello, 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 my people, hello, my people. Hey guys, (laughs) how are we doing today? As you can tell, I'm a bit hyped. Happy Easter. Um, Let's not forget the reason for the season. Um, Just want to say thank you guys for the love from the last episode. Thank you guys for actually trying to understand what I meant by divorcing your parents. Because I didn't want people being like, what do you mean? But I think everyone... Everyone in their own kind of sense understood what I was trying to say and kind of interpreted it for their own situation. So thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. I mean, I want this to be a platform where we can disagree and have great comments and talk about our own perspectives. Like, I don't want it to be a very one-dimensional thing. Like, I want us to have a conversation. So thank you, guys, for that. Um, What a great two weeks it has been. I want to shout out a girlfriend of mine, Azar. Um, and the Project X crew. Guys, please, I want you guys to follow, if you haven't, Project X on Instagram at projectx.au. They are an amazing group of young women who are doing great things, and they're, I'm telling you guys, give them a couple of years, these guys are going to rise up and like actually make a difference. So Project X is a business, enter- social enterprise that really focuses on... Trying to give sustainable, a sustainable life for women and young girls back home, back in less developed countries doesn't necessarily mean Africa. Um, These are women, business entrepreneurs who are just doing so, 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 so great in life. Shout out to Shamante, shout out to Aguil, shout out to who else am I shouting out to? Oh my God, I just had a mind blank Shout out to everyone else. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had a mind blank. Um, Hold on. Guys, I got it. I got it. Shout out to... I said it. So Azza, Asia, Aguil, Jamante, Kelly. I think that's it. Layla. Shout out to these girls. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I kind of forgot who you were. But honestly, I want to shout them out because they're doing amazing things. And last week... Yeah, last week that just went by. They had an amazing... Girls night for youth week and then before that they had a great girls night out and just being a part of it and seeing the atmosphere of these women business owners coming together to inspire women and I think damn Applause for you guys because you guys are doing amazing things and I just want to shout them out because they're doing I just I can't wait for the future you know when you just see some a group and you're like yeah give them a couple of years and I'm gonna be like yep I remember them so guys I love you I cherish you you guys do not understand thank you so much well let's start let's start today today we are going to talk about let me say it that our word we're gonna talk about race we're gonna talk about race I didn't know what we're gonna talk about this um, coming episode because there's so many things I I wanted to talk about, but I'm gonna make it into a series called Uncommon Truths. So in this series, we're gonna talk about race. We're gonna talk about living as an. We're gonna talk about you know living as a woman. Um, trying to break the glass ceiling. We're gonna talk about the pursuit of life as an African or as a person of color. We're gonna talk about a lot of things. And but today I wanted to start off with race because I think that that encapsulates. Because it's who I am and it encapsulates what Uncommon Podcast also is. Because I want this podcast to be open. I don't want it just to be about a black girl who is just talking, but I want it to be about a black girl who is talking about her experiences, but also wants to learn from others and also wants people to realize that race isn't a one dimensional thing. Um, you know, and I think I want to also just want to break the stereotypes and break that you know, that subconscious racism in a lot of people's heads because people people are like, I'm not racist. I have a lot of black friends. So it doesn't make that. There's a lot of subconscious racism that happens. And I'm going to tell you better guys about a few of my experiences and things like that. But so let's get onto it. Today, we're going to talk about first, you know, how we do it, the uncommon quote of the day. This one is pretty short, but I kind of liked it because it encapsulates everything race is. It says, prejudice is the child of ignorance. Yeah? Y'all just want to run around the room and be like, whoop, or what? Like, 100% true. Prejudice is the child of ignorance. When, we're, when you see a prejudiced person, when you see a racist person, when you see a person who is discriminatory, they, literally, that is the fruit of their ignorance. That is the fruit of ignorance that they refuse to get taught. And I want to say this, and I'm going to say this because I want people to understand, people who are not of color to understand. My name is Vanessa Ingrid Wood. No, I do not have an African name. But yes, I'm black. Do we understand that? My name is Vanessa. Stop asking me, what's your African name? I know your name is Vanessa, but what's your African name? I'm like, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And I know too, all my listeners out there, like, you guys have experienced that. Where someone asks, oh yeah, like, what's your African name? I'm like, excuse me, my name is Vanessa. Like, and I have three other siblings i'm one of four i just had the lucky card not the ice no not the lucky i just it was like a card straw where my name's just vanessa i have a sister called hannah my brother is called patrick olabisi my sister is called margaret like we all have different names i just had the card straw and my other sister the where we didn't have african names but it doesn't make us less african and if you do have an african name it shouldn't be something that you should be ashamed of be proud of that name if you have an african last name that people can't pronounce be proud of it because you know what that is who you are that is what separates you i honestly i told my mom like dang i wish i had an african name to some extent because like i'm like i want to like at least have that like a proud name that i can kind of like hold on to and i mean i don't mind it like my mom thought that was the best decision for me and i don't care about that but i think for a lot of times Africans in general have felt bad because they had an African name. They had a name that white people couldn't pronounce. They had a name that people of other, you know, colors couldn't pronounce. And, you know, it was, and I, and it's not just Africans. I mean, Asians go through this. Indians go through this. Like, people of different other colors and other races and other ethnicity go through this where they have a name or a last name that other people can pronounce. And I know I had a lot of friends who, you know, subsequently had an English name and you know that's okay because and i think also we shouldn't judge those people who choose to have an english name they're like oh you're not proud of your name no they're protecting their names why they're protecting their names from people who cannot pronounce it and they're going to eventually butcher their names your name is your heritage your name is your culture your name is essentially who you are and if people are going to butcher it it's okay if you want to have an english name it doesn't mean you're conforming to english standards it just means you know what I love my name and I'm going to protect it from people like you who cannot pronounce it and that's okay and I think if you have a name that a lot of people can't pronounce I think for a lot of times we used to hate it as a kid we're like oh white people can't pronounce my name or my teachers can't pronounce my name for after a while for me I'm like we're gonna teach these people how to pronounce our names because I'm not gonna be calling like the name John and like I'm like my name is Intricate, my name is special and I want people out of their ignorance to know that like the name John is not the most beautiful name in the world. Shout out sorry to any Johns out there. You know what I mean? Your the name, I don't know, Rebecca is not the most beautiful name out there. There are intricate names, there are intricate names out there that does not sound like a white stereotyped name. There are names out there that are beautiful within its culture and I want it to, and I want us to make our names beautiful. Be proud of your name. Be proud of where you stand. Because your name is who you are. Your name is your culture. So I want each and every one of us who... Each and every one of you guys who don't have... Who have an African name or a very strong African last name. Stand for that. Be proud of that. Because the only way for us to beat, beat prejudice is to beat the ignorance of people. And I don't think it's our responsibility, to be honest, actually. I think people in 2019 people should not be ignorant i think people should have the means and i'm talking about our generation because i mean sometimes for the older older generation like i low-key sometimes give them a pass because they've literally been in that lifestyle for like what 80 years um but for th- i think for our generation there is no excuse to be ignorant like that's 100 true i think for our generation there's no excuse to be ignorant so for- in order to th- th- um to thwart racism and to thwart prejudice i think we need to beat ignorance when we start seeing it all right to say that yes i have an african name yes you cannot pronounce it but it's your responsibility to learn how to pronounce it because you know why we live in a world where we're told our names aren't beautiful or we live in a world that is said if you don't have a stereotypical white name then you must be this village bush person who's never experienced culture and that's a lie um and i think for me just embrace it embrace it i personally i get the looks of oh she's i get the opposite actually like a lot of people who do have african names like you know you have your african name people expect it for me i've had a lot of like the looks of, and I I will low-key call it subconscious racism, I think, where, you know, whether in your uni or from, just from school, from high school until university, and I sometimes still get into university where teachers who have never had before in, like, tutorials, they call out your name, Vanessa, like, they call out this, John, Kirsty, this, 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 and then they call out Vanessa, and it's the only black girl in the class, you know, and low-key it does shock you you do see the shock they try not to show the shock but you do see the shock in a lot of people's faces and you're there like yes i have a white name but i'm black look at it nicely look at my face i am black like and it we people have to realize that your difference and i think this is what i your difference and who you are as a person your color your race your ethnicity should not be fit in a one-dimensional box and that is the one thing i hate where people just assume things about who you are as a race and put it in a one-dimensional box guys i want to make things clear most africans and i'm saying this to a lot of my white friends who are listening most africans you see in australia we did not just like were crying to come to a westernized culture like do you understand we did not just we're not lot some families were some families were genuinely going through war and australia was their safe place but i think that we don't box even we don't even box them into that because most african families you see here they lived a very middle class life in africa and i want to thwart that ignorance and that perception that all oh, africans live in a hut oh we were just eating mud or oh, we were playing in the backyard with lions yo for the east africans who low-key live next to lions guys i admire that for me i live near the sea or in the inland yeah i live near the sea i didn't have like i would did not live in a hut i lived i had a house i had a toilet i had a backyard like i had a house and i'm not saying this to brag but i'm saying that people need to remove that one dimensional thing and honest to god to have that one dimensional box of Africans, you are subconsciously you are subconsciously racist. It's discriminatory, it's discriminatory to think that we had no life, and that you, as a white culture, as a white man, as a white person, made my life better. No, you didn't. My mother was a teacher before she came to Australia, and she had to start from the bottom up, and she's still not teaching. She loves what she's doing now as a personal carer, but she was a teacher back home. A lot of parents, they were probably like doctors and nurses and PhD students. And they come here and they're cleaners. And I mean, I'm not against that at all. But I'm saying that a lot of times where people say, oh, like, oh, you guys, you know, a lot of Africans. I see a lot of Africans in this field. I'm like, a lot of Africans are doing better than what your parents are doing. And it's unfortunate because that we live in a country where, you know, like economically wise, it may not be as stable let me tell you something africa and i'm saying this because i'm proud africa is a land where you see people build up from scratch and they are millionaires from scratch like they literally i, I millionaires in africa man they are balling they are balling and I'm, I'm here to actually like represent that and actually make people know that it's not full of people who are crying for money from the un we do have sustenance we do have sustainability we have we do have these things now politicians are stupid and they're not doing their jobs but i'm just saying that we need to break people need to break out of that one-dimensional box thinking that people of color or people of like an african race are dumb are stupid are this because that is not the case that is not the case That is not the case. We were not begging for food. Some of us were eating our jollof rice. Some of us were eating our fried rice. Some of us were eating our... Like, we were enjoying our lives. Yes, we came for education. Yes, we came... And, you know, it's funny because my mom always says this. She's like, don't forget to... Australia is not your home. Africa is your home. And, you know, like, low-key, when I was younger, I used to hate it because you did grow up. I did grow up in Australia. And I did grow up around white friends. And I did grow up, you know you know, when everyone's talking about their dream homes and things like that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna build my house in Australia and I'm gonna live here and I'll probably even like have a white man as a husband and my mom's like (laughs) my mom goes, if you bring a white man in this house (laughs) like, my mom is low-key savage she was just joking, she was literally joking saying that don't bring a white man in this house and like, I've never really been att- attracted to white guys anyway. But, like, I think the honest truth is that, like, for me, I my mum is instilled in me not to forget my roots. And I think for a lot of us who are either born here or who who, who either grew up here or who have, you know, an African mother, an African father, but another race, of, um, like a biracial family, I think we shouldn't forget our roots. I... I really hope that we don't forget that you know when you're african and no matter how much even if you're dating a white guy even if you're married to a white guy like you are african and your generation has to know you're african because if not i think we also we are subconsciously wiping out our culture and our race within ourselves i think if we if we inseminate ourselves is that the right inseminate Ooh, that sounds like a dirty word, but I'm going to use it anyway. If you inseminate yourself into this culture so much that you forget your heritage, I think that it's doing more harm than good. I mean, you may say that you've come, you've entered into a culture. You may be born here. That's not even a problem. I don't mind if you're born here, if you're an African and born here. I think just don't forget who you are because I think no matter how much of Australian you are, you are still a person of colour and no matter where you go as an Australian, you will meet those people who do not even want to claim that you're Australian because you're a person of colour and I think they want to fix Australia, being Australian into a one-dimensional box where you have to be white, heterosexual, with, you know, blonde black brunette uh, like hair and stuff like that and that's not the case um i think that we should honestly be proud of who we are proud of our culture whether you're married to Australian, whether you grew up in australia or born in australia be proud of your culture and i think that's what my was always wanting to instill in me that no matter how much you've grown up here no matter how much you've gone to school in here don't forget back home don't forget that you have an entire family don't forget that you have another an entire culture that you have to actually be proud of Because let me not lie, I'm honestly not proud of the Australian culture. I don't take the Australian culture as my own. I don't take a culture that was built on, you know, destroying the lives of the Indigenous people as my own. I don't take the culture of people who, you know who look down on someone who can speak another language but can't speak English properly as being someone who's not as intellectually smart as they are that's 100% wrong because I've seen and I know 100% that people who can speak two to three languages they are smarter I am bilingual, trilingual actually trilingual? is that a word? I am trilingual I speak three ca- languages including English I am still learning French, bonjour but that's, I can make that quadrilingual quadrilingual quadrilinkal while making up words as i go guys you see that's what i'm talking about intellectually smart but you know honestly like we who can speak more than one languages whether that is an african as an asian as an indian wherever you're from with another ethnic background if you can speak another language and but maybe your, your english isn't your strongest point that's okay Shout out to you because you know what you have the brain capacity to actually process three other languages from three different continents, not just like English and like like it's not even the same like three different continents and you can speak that so I am a hundred percent proud I'm a hundred percent Okay with that like and I think that we have to be okay with that if your English isn't that strong It doesn't sound Australian. That's okay. You are smarter than no, not gonna lie. Someone who just knows how to speak English, and who studied what, who studied what Japanese in school. Like, if you're not fluent in another language, shut up and stop dissing people who are, and maybe their English isn't well because it's wrong. It is discriminatory, it is wrong, and it is disgusting. And I think we need to stand up for things like that. I am proud that I can speak two other languages apart from English. I am proud that sometimes my English sounds so messed up to my white friends because they're like, Vanessa, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, I know it doesn't, but you guys know the gist of it. You don't have to point it out. You understand what I'm saying. You guys get that? I'm getting so frustrated and heated, man. I swear, like... I thought this was going to be like a cute, calm, inspiring thing. I think it's just me vent, vent, um, venting today. But like, honestly, that's what we are. Because the reason why we see prejudice is because a lot of people are ignorant to this. Prejudice is the child of ignorance. People are prejudiced because they're... They ch- and it's not just even... You know what I don't like? People choose to be ignorant. Like, people actually choose to be ignorant. There's the laptop... Find out things about Africa. Find out things about race. Find out things about prejudice. Because if you don't, that's where you become ignorant. And guess what? You literally become a prejudiced person. For everyone who does say they're not prejudiced, just because you have one black friend does not make you someone who is, oh are yeah, like, I'm cool against racism. No. Because if you don't continually educate yourself, you will end up where a lot of white people are. A lot of people who are racist are. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I think it's just for me like we just have to come to the point of understanding that we as africans need to be proud but also people who are racist people who are prejudiced people who are ignorant need to realize your ignorance maybe you've not come to the point of being racist yet or haven't come to the point of being prejudiced yet but i think your ignorance is leading to that because if you cannot take the time to educate yourself and say you know what like hey I didn't realize that saying the n-word is actually offensive to some people just because again this is this is a thing a a line i usually don't like crossing because i do have friends who think either way i personally i don't care if your black friends are calling you the n-word don't say that near me do not say that near me i am so strong against that because i think and people will say oh but it's the african-americans but it's not just the african-americans the african-americans descended from africans africans they descended from our people who were literally told this was using a derogatory term to insult them to put them down to belittle them now i know a lot of africans now take the word and own it as their own hey kudos to you but for me i prefer that if it wasn't spoken i don't like i don't like saying that to a friend i don't like saying that to a brother I, i just i personally wouldn't um say that like like i think and, you know, there's a whole lo- bunch of, you know, like, technical stuff. Do you say it in a song? Do you say it to a black person? Like, all of that. But I think if a white person says that, don't say it to me. Do not say it to me. Because I don't care if your other black friend agrees you saying it to them. Don't say it to me. I think it's wrong. Um, I think another thing of race is when, you know, white people think that, oh, like, I have black friends. So, therefore, you know, like, I can I can just be open and not think that there is subconscious racism. I think every person usually does have subconscious racism. And I think that, you know, like, it has to actually stop. And I think it has to be brought to light and be like, you have to actually check yourself and say, okay, am I being racist? The way I view someone, is it being racist? Is it? That's a question I want to leave up to my white friends or my people who are not of african descent or another ethnicity i want you guys to actually actually ask yourself really am i being racist where i talk to people the way i interact with people am i being racist now another issue who this one this one i get very heated about so i'm trying not to be heated guys i even changed my position in seating i'm trying not to be heated i'm gonna ask this question and i'll answer to my instagram poll do you think a white person can do you do you believe in reverse racism do you think a white person can be racist or do you think? Sorry, no. Do you think a black person? I changed that. Not a white person. Do you think a black person can be racist? Mm, no. No, I am a hundred percent. I don't believe in reverse racism, uh, because I think racism is a thing of superior um superiority and inferior, inferiority. Um, the superiority coming from the white race thinking that they are superior over us because maybe they have you know if they want to talk about economic economic whether it's social political whatever it is they do they believe that they do have superiority over us i don't believe in reverse racism because i think it it didn't come black people didn't belittle white people there wasn't an antagonistic thing against your african your white descendants or your european descendants i personally believe that until And I'm not even talking about this as an African. I'm talking about it for indigenous people in this land, indigenous people of every land, um, for Asians, for everyone of a different color, of a different ethnicity. Until, and I'm saying this, until the effects of your ancestors stop affecting us as people of color, of people of different race and different ethnicity, until the effect of your ancestors stop affecting us, then there's no such thing as reverse racism. And I think I get very annoyed when I hear a white person being like, it's okay to be white. It's okay, like, you know, like, don't be afraid, don't be ashamed of your, you know, your whiteness. Okay, don't be ashamed of your whiteness, but you can't tell me that you're gonna sit here and be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not even gonna contribute against racism because I didn't do anything wrong. The effects of your ancestors are still affecting people of color. The effects of your ancestors are still currently affecting us so until that stops there is no such thing as reverse racism until that stops then we will still be holding each and every person accountable saying that look whether you agree with it or not and i get there are some i do have great friends who honestly who are so anti-racism anti-bigotry anti-discrimination homophobia everything but i think at the end of the day until people still keep on making until people keep on standing up. And it's not just standing up. Like, people actually make need to make a stand and actually stand up for people. And I'm not saying Africans, we don't have a voice. We do have a voice. But I'm saying that people who say that, oh, it's okay to be white. Dude, aren't you ashamed of your history? Aren't you ashamed that your ancestors, your great, great, great parents, were assaulting people, were raping young children, took away children from their homes, like, made, literally almost wiped out some half of the indigenous race? Like, really? Really? And so for me, when I hear someone saying, oh, like, it's okay, I'm like, shut up. Because we are still going through the effects of what your ancestors did. That's why we're having a voice. That's why we're still annoyed. That's why we're still, you know, being called out in the streets. That's why we don't get jobs because of our names or our color. That's why we don't, because we still have that racism. It may be subconscious. It may be in the intricate part, but it's there. And until that stops, there is no such thing as reverse racism. Because people still think that they are superior than us. People still think that we cannot be who we are because... We cannot be better because, you know, we're still Africans. Just because of where we're from. Just because our race, we are seen as inferior. Not because we're not as smart. Not because we're not as, you know, well-mannered. It's because of our race. So, guys, I... I could go on all day about this because I'm getting very heated. I just think that there has to be so much, there has to be a lot to a lot to be done. And the thing about sub, um, subconscious racism or the intricate parts of racism, it doesn't come out. And even we always under we always get that it doesn't come out. Even when you're sitting on a bus or tram, whatever, people don't sit next to you or they get up when you sit down. Those kind of things. I had this, <laughs> I had this one event at university where my. A lecture of mine we're having a conversation and not it was just an entire class guys mind you it's not just me and my lecture we're having an entire it was an entire class and he puts up a picture of this white man like 1800s maybe 1900s ages ago 1800 1700s maybe a white man looks directly at me as the only black person in the class and asked me this question do you know him now mind you i thought i'm like didn't you I, he didn't ask the whole class if anyone knew this man he asked me I didn't put my hands up he asked me do you know this man and I was like uh no because if I did I would have said I knew him I don't know him he looked at me and he like low-key giggled and not in a way of like Haha. I think it was an embarrassment giggle because he realized what he's done and he said oh I thought you would have known him because he was uh he was a, like a major colonizer in Africa I thought you would have known him because he was a colonizer in Africa you guys are mad I'm still mad about that issue I'm sorry I would have known a colonizer in the 1800s. I was born in 1997. Excuse me, not even that. He was a colonizer in the south of Africa. I am from the west part of Africa. Africa was not colonized by one person. We were not colonized by one person. And I'm so mad. Sorry guys, I feel like I'm yelling because I'm really, not really I swear, I haven't forgiven him yet. Oh my gosh, guys, pray for me. I haven't forgiven because it's it's frustrating. I came home and I was so frustrated because I was like. Gosh, some days you just think, I'm just going to be a student. I'm just going to be a normal student in a university. And then things like this point out, nope, you're a black student in a university. And it's like, it annoys me. And I'm not ashamed of being a black student. I'm just saying some days you just want to go into your workplace and be a worker. You want to go into school and be a student. But then sometimes, and then you sometimes it does, you just forget about it. And then out of nowhere, bam, something like that happens. And you're like, yep, I'm black. And it's just annoying because i was like how do you ask the only black girl in a class of what maybe 200 300 students ask them if they know a white colonizer why didn't you ask the other people the other white people who had colonizers as ancestors maybe there's one of their ancestors it definitely wasn't mine you know like and i just these things like that these issues and these things like that is what i'm talking about prejudice and i'm talking about ignorance because his ignorance then became prejudice he was ignorant to the fact that there are white colonizers who colonized africa in the south and there are other colonizers who colonized africa in the west africa is not one whole country there is the west side there's the south side there's the east and the north now do not tell me do not show me a picture of a white man and think i should know him because he colonized my country he colonized my people and made them into slaves and turned their lives upside down and try to fit them fit them in a box that they aren't and trying to remove their culture, try to place your culture, trying to tell them the way you do things is wrong, don't come and tell me I should know him. Don't. You know, like, oh, it just frustrates me, honestly, guys. I think that when, and it's okay to be frustrated. Can I just say that? It's okay to be frustrated. I hate it when people think, oh, it shouldn't be something we talk about now because it's um racism isn't that bad in Australia. It's still there. It shouldn't be something like you. Even if you want to compare and contrast with Australian other countries, I don't care. You can be like, oh, at least Africans aren't being killed like America. We are you serious? We are being t- we are being shown by the media as one of the most hurtful people, one of the most dangerous people, one of the most stupidest people. That's literally how we're being portrayed, and that's not the truth. So I'm getting really frustrated, and I know I've hit the 30 minute mark, but guys, I just want to say like. Your race is your culture, embrace it. I don't care what the media is saying. I don't care what white people around you are saying. I don't care if if they're telling you that you're overreacting because racism isn't that bad. It is well and truly there. Embrace your race. Embrace your name that is different. Embrace the fact that your English may not be fluent and it doesn't sound like Australian English. Embrace that. Embrace the fact that you dress differently. Embrace the fact that you think differently. Embrace and be okay. Can I just say, be okay to the fact that don't feel guilty if you don't feel like Australia is your permanent home. I have, like, I used to feel guilty thinking that, oh, I actually might want to actually go back and move home one day. And I used to feel guilty about it because I was like, oh, my mom brought me here for a better life and things like that. But until she talked to me, and like, hey, Vanessa, Africa is your home. No matter how much you, you you work here or study here, Africa is your home. You know, Africa is a place where I don't have to go and feel inferior because I'm black. I don't have to feel inferior because I speak the same language or, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I just want us to know that it's okay. Embrace who you are. Embrace your name that a lot of people can't pronounce. Embrace that name that, you know is different it's not fit in the stereotypical box embrace your name if you're biracial embrace that because you still have a culture you still have who you are you still have blackness running through your bones and through your melanin skin like embrace who you are i think that a lot of people judge a lot of people based on those little things and that's what i'm talking about by ignorance it's absolutely ignorant and people who sometimes you hear you speak and they're like, "Oh, you don't sound like an African. Excuse me, what does an African sound like? We speak English in Africa." You know? And I get it. We, we we do have to change our accents. I have to change my accent sometimes. Like it's now become even normalized, you know what I mean? Where you just speak in an accent when you just see a room of white people. It's a normalized thing. And I wish it wasn't. I wish I really wish it wasn't, but that is how we are in this world. And I just don't want Ignorant to give birth to prejudice. I don't want that at all so I want to Stand with you all my black sisters and brothers out there who are listening saying that embrace your blackness your blackness is enough Hey, your blackness is enough. Your blackness is your blackness is enough You are enough your culture is enough your heritage is enough your name is enough your looks is enough the nappy hair The nappy hair is enough. The wigs are enough me if another white person comes up to me and asks me is that a wig? guys you will hear me slap them because i'm like is it your own business sorry i'm i'm ranting now but is it your business if i'm wearing a wig is it your business if it's a weave is it a if it's your is it your business do i ask you do you have tracks in your hair do i ask you do you have extensions in your hair? i do not ask you so don't ask me if you see me with longer hair embrace it okay sorry guys i'm getting a bit heated but guys honestly embrace your blackness embrace who we are africans men women whoever we are people of color asian indian south american whoever you are if you have a person of color different a person of different ethnicity group person of different religion embrace that embrace your looks embrace your hair embrace the way you dress differently embrace your name embrace your name and just be proud of it be 100 percent proud of it because you know what it makes you different it makes you smarter speak in different languages you are intellectually smarter you have more of a honestly, even though we may not experience that in Africa, you do have a greater branch of a job network because you do speak more than one language. So honestly, guys, I just want to say, let's be proud of who we are. And for every listener out there or my friends who are listening and people who are there who are listening, who are not of an African race or a race or, or of a different ethnicity group, don't let your ignorance breed prejudice. Because it's because of ignorance that breeds prejudice. If you don't educate yourself, you will become a prejudiced person. And I want each and every one of you guys to check yourself, whether you are being subconsciously racist. The things you say, the assumptions you have about Africans, it is subconsciously racist. So please, check yourself, check your hearts, check your mind. And let's try, actually, and live in a world, because I think when people say they don't see color, I want you to see color, but I want you to embrace color. See color... Embrace it. I don't want us to not see color because I think that will then try and just say your race is not Um, it's not efficient. It's not sub. What's the word? It's not Necessary our race is necessary. I want us to see color, but I want us to embrace color So you guys thank you so much for listening to my rant because I feel like this became a rant more than an inspirational speech Um, Being an immigrant is cool. Being black is cool. Being a person of color is cool being a person of ethnicity is cool I black is the new black, you know. How people say orange is the new black, black is the new black, black is the new black. So, I am 100% proud. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Just embrace who we are, guys. Let's just be uncommon in that. Let's be the Africans that embrace who we are. Let us embrace who we are, whether you're biracial, whether you're married to an Australian or married to another person of another culture, whether you're Muslim, whether you, wherever you are, Asian, Hispanic i've never met an hispanic person in australia but wherever you are embrace who you are so guys i rented for a bit but here we are thank you again for listening um can't wait to see what you guys talk about race i'm gonna start going on instagram don't forget follow me on instagram at uncommon podcast and on my page at nessa Nessa um i'm excited i'm really excited for where this podcast is going from podcast is going and for the people um we are reaching It's going to be great. I want us to have a conversation. So let's converse, guys. Let's talk. Thank you again, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.